Over at the Never Heard of It podcast, we've spent the last four years criticizing people's films and talking about how they could have made them better. Well, you know what? Now it's time to put your money where our mouth is. That's right. The Never Heard of It podcast and Night Shift Radio are making a movie. We are making a brand new sci-fi thriller called Somnium. Somnium is the tale of a brand new app, something kind of like TikTok, where people are able to watch others' dreams, everyone's dreams, anonymously across the world. However, our main character, Adam, starts to see dreams that look all too familiar, including dreams of somebody murdering him. So the question is, who is dreaming of murdering Adam? That's the question we look to answer in our brand new film, Somnium, but we need your help. We need your help in funding so we can pay the amazing crew and the amazing cast of this brand new film. Head to nightshiftradio.com somnium. Donate what you can, and if you can't, share with 100,000 of your closest friends. Someone out there is going to be a rich weirdo that's going to want to fund this film. So again, nightshiftradio.com somnium. Thank you so much, guys. We look forward to making this movie just for you. You're listening to Fight Jokes About Everything, a Night Shift Radio original. For more information, visit nightshiftradio.com, and thanks for subscribing. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the second episode. So for our second episode, we are going to talk about Cyberpunk 2077. Oh, boy. So uh, for those of you that purchased Cyberpunk 2077 on a PlayStation 4 or an Xbox One, Sorry, which is more uh, more of an apology than you're going to get from uh, CD Projekt Red, apparently. Uh, so, the, so the big hoopla about this game, we're going to go all the way back to the beginning and we're going to talk a little bit about the history of, of uh, the trouble of Cyberpunk 2077 and a lot of the issues. Now, that being said, before before we get further into it, I'm not going to spoil much of the actual plot of, of Cyberpunk 2077. So if you have yet to go through it, uh, don't worry, you are safe. Um, however, I I am going to talk about uh, the controversy around it. For more enlightened uh, details about Cyberpunk 70, uh, 2077, you should, of course, uh, head over to nightshiftradio.com slash shows and listen to Shift-Alt-Q, uh, Night Shift Radio's uh, brand new video game podcast. Um, really, really great podcast looking at from a, a queer and POC perspective. You should definitely check them out. They, they're going to speak way more uh, in-depth and probably smarter about it than I am. Um, so definitely check them out, nightshiftradio.com. Uh, but we're going to talk about just the controversy and just kind of the mess that cyberpunk 2077 has gotten themselves into so five years ago cd project red who is the studio who is responsible for the games like the witcher decided they're going to release this game called cyberpunk 2077 and uh they released trailers for it they talked about it and everyone was super excited everyone's like oh my god this looks so fucking dope and it was really cool don't get me wrong like it was really cool from the get-go like the idea of it, it's like this open world rpg you know but think think uh um grand theft auto but but in, you know, this kind of futuristic cyberpunk world. And, you know, there was going to be a lot of cool, like, cyberpunk hacks and stuff like that. And everyone was very excited for it, as they should have been. Now, years go by, and we keep getting teases uh, via E3 conferences every year of, like, it's coming one day, it's, it's going to happen, I promise. And eventually, you know, Cyberpunk 2077 did, in fact, launch. Uh, so earlier this year, it was supposed to come out in spring of this year, and then it got pushed and then it got pushed again, and then it got pushed again, uh, and then it got pushed again, and it kind of started becoming like this running gag of like, haha, you know, every time you saw on, on Twitter or something, the yellow background of CD Projekt Red with like a paragraph, you're like, ah, oh, fuck, Cyberpunk's getting pushed again. And eventually, 
Uh, the game did, in fact, come out. It came out on December 10th, he questioned. Uh, and everyone was very excited for it, and everybody jumped into it. But... It, it was with its controversy. So from the get-go, there was a lot of controversy, uh, especially from um, the the trans community. And, and the biggest reason for that was there was a lot of issues right off the bat about character creation and how characters are referred to. Um, so one of the, the, you know, I guess, I guess, you know, from, from a high-end standpoint, you know, maybe CD Projekt Red was like, look how great we are. We're doing LGBTQ plus and things. And, you know, they were like, you can be whatever gender you want you can have no you know because it is this game is so customizable you can literally customize genitals like you can make yourself have a big pair of boobs a giant penis or no penis or no boobs uh and just be you know completely you know eunuch style i guess or like robot style um and have no genitals at all you can also customize your um you know how you're referred to uh but the problem is is that the way they determined how people refer to you based on the pronouns of he, he, him, or she, her, was by the uh, the sound of your voice. So as an example, if you chose a more, a deeper sounding voice, then all the NPCs would refer to you as, as him, uh, him, his, uh, he, him. If you had a higher sounding voice, all of the NPCs would refer to you as she, her. So this uh, obviously was a really big issue because it, it ties into um, the elements of like trans identity is that, you know, identity is still laid into these these old fashioned ideas of of masculine versus feminine um, where where that's, you know, things are a little more things are a little more fluid than that. This coming from a guy who has a very high voice uh, talking, I'm often referred, you know, mistaken uh, as a woman. I get often, yes, ma'am, on the phone. Um, so I get that. I get that need for like, look, it has nothing to do with the tone of my voice. Some people just have a high voice. Some people just have a low voice and you can't like, what are you going to do about that? You know, like you can't stop me from having a tone of whatever tone of voice that I have. Um, so so I get, so there was that right off the bat. Um, there was a few other issues where, uh, in terms of body image. So the idea of, um, you know, penis size and genital size in general is, is kind of, I get it. It's funny. It's, you know, it's fun, you know, to be like, wow, well, look, I can give him a massive schlong. Uh, Conan Exiles was a perfect example of this. Uh, that was a, another game that did that where you could have like a giant, you know, member and, and run around and have it flop around while you were, you know, fighting people with swords. And it's funny. I understand. I get it. It is funny. But, uh, you know, that that's neither here nor there. Um, but the other idea is that um, body size. So there was no way you either were like a crazy strong person or you're just like a skinny person. Like there was no there was nobody that was above the like super fit scale. So there was there was no way to add sort of weight or chub uh, to any of the characters. And that was another thing where, you know, they were like, well, what the hell? Because the thing about that is, is that in the world, there are characters that match that body style. There's characters that match the body style of, of you know, bigger or heavy set or, you know, people with weight on them. And not everybody is just like super thin and fit like you would see in things like anime and stuff like that. So it was very, it was another off-putting se sentiment when it came to character creation. It's like, well, what the fuck, man? Like, you're like, you're telling me I can customize the size of my nipples, but I can't, you know, give my, give my character curves. Like what the, you know, like what's the deal? So that was also a big misstep right off the bat. 
Um, and, and so the game launches and, you know, right off the bat, all of the content creators are like, oh my God, this game's super cool. And they weren't wrong. This game is super cool. There's a lot of really cool elements to it. Uh, the world is really cool. It's beautiful to look at. It is absolutely beautiful to look at for those of you not on PlayStation 4s or Xbox Ones. Um, I ran Cyberpunk on my gaming PC. It's, you know, it's pretty souped up. I have RTX, so it's it's nice. It looks really beautiful. It's shiny and it's, you know, it, it had its issues, but it, it was really good. So the biggest issue for PlayStation and Xbox uh, One users is that surprisingly, so again, this game's been in development for a minimum of five years. That's a minimum of five years. That means five years ago this game was announced doesn't even mean that it was started then. Like it could have been started before that and been in development, pre-development and under wraps. But this game's been in an oven for five years under one of the most highly acclaimed game studios in the world. Like, Like the Witcher series, is considered one of the best RPG series that have ever existed. Um, you know, Witcher 3 won Game of the Year like two years in a row. Like, it's a really big... I mean, that's like the game that a lot of people can, like, they they go against. Like, everybody's like, oh, but is it like The Witcher 3? Or is it like, you know, the, like that? those are the games. And then, of course, you know, CD Projekt Red, uh, I mean, they're very well known for that. So it was... It's even more frustrating for, for such huge mistakes from such a well-known and, and accredited game studio. So so the the other one is the game launches and there are a myriad of bugs. I mean, people are seeing crashes. Uh, you know, people are seeing data erased. There's there's moments in the game where you have to like walk through a door to get to a specific pod and people just couldn't do it. Uh, some of the things that they had to do was they had to like shoot down the door or like find a way around it because like the quest just wouldn't progress. Um, there was a, a few other instances of like, um, you know, characters wouldn't talk to you or you couldn't start a specific thing. Um, you know, and these, these are just the initial ones. Like I'm just talking, this is, this is day one, this is day one, you know, type things. And then there was the big issue of graphics. So for those of us not on PC or on the PlayStation 5 or the Xbox um, Series X, uh, a lot of people saw issues on PlayStation 4. It looked like a PlayStation 3 game. Like I've seen a lot of screenshots. I've seen some video of people showing how it looks on a PS4 Pro. And I'll be honest, it's embarrassing. Uh, I would even say that it's even bad even for a PS4 Pro game. Like, there are games that I've played, like, Destiny 2 is a perfect example. Uh, Destiny 2 looks great on a PS4 Pro. Granted, it's only 30 frames per second, um, but it still looks way better than than this. I mean, this was like, like, like PS3, PS2 type quality. Like, think, think uh, Laura Croft with her triangle boobs. Like, that's how bad it is. Um, and it was really bad. And Xbox One is is no different. So as a result, so many people are complaining. Uh, they opened up the gates, and Sony was like, "Fine, you can have your money back if you're on if you bought it on PS4." Well, it started getting so bad, not only on top of graphics, but also the game crashing, that Sony just decided that this game is not of quality to even. Even have on their store for any console and uh, just recently just last week they literally pulled it from the store so you can't even buy cyberpunk 2077 digitally for your playstation anymore that's how bad this got um which again this is this is a, a well-known million multi-million dollar studio they dumped so much money into this game this is embarrassing. This is huge. And, you know, Cyberpunk made a, or um, uh, uh, CD Projekt Red made a statement being like, hey, we're sorry. Or they didn't even say we're sorry. They're like, hey, 
uh, Sony has pulled it from the store and, uh, you know, they've made that decision and you can request a refund at blah, blah, blah. But hey, we wish you wouldn't. Um, but I mean, already their stock has dropped. Like they're they're going to lose, they're going to potentially go bankrupt because of this, because so many people have requested, um, refunds. Now, Xbox is also, uh, accepting refunds at this time, not to the extreme that Sony is. Um, I think with Xbox, you do have to kind of like be like, Hey, it crashed my system. Um, there has been issues of, of both PlayStation five and Xbox one series X, um, cases. I don't know how widespread this is, uh, or if this is anything, uh, to say that it's that it's like a pattern, um, but there has been issues with PS5s just straight up crashing um, playing Cyberpunk. There has been issues with the same thing with Xbox Series X um, that the game just straight up crashes the system and reboots it. Um, so a lot of people are like, I literally just bought this system and I don't want, I don't want to ruin it by playing your your dumb you know your sexy punk game. Um, and, and so there's that. I mean. Uh, you know, those, that's a lot of stuff to it. Now, on top of all that, you're probably like, no way, Michael fight. There's no way there could be more. Well, <laughs> there is, there's also crazy amounts of, of, uh, of ads. Uh, now there it's meant to be ads. They're fake ads, but there's a crazy amount of things in the background that are so hyper-sexualized. In fact, there, there are just straight billboards of people just literally having sex and like all sorts of uh, toys and things like that in the background that that is making people like being like holy cow like this is a little too much like it's a little too much you know and I get the idea of like uh, freedom of speech and expression and and stuff like that and I'm all for you know sexual empowerment and stuff like that but there comes a point where it is insanely gratuitous um, and this is insanely gratuitous it you know it comes it goes back to it comes it goes back to what I was talking about earlier about uh, talking about the genitalia size is that it, like they did it because they were like let's just you know look how edgy we are look how cool we are we're gonna overwhelm them with all this you know all of this stuff in the background and these shiny lights and all these things um, which we'll talk about that in a second too and look how edgy it is look how cool our game is and people are just like no dude like this this is too much like you gotta scale it back a little bit now we're gonna talk about the flashing lights another thing yet another issue that people were having is that there is an integral scene in the game um this this is i'm not necessarily going to spoil the plot of how you get to this part but i am going to talk about this specific part there's a specific part in the game where you have to it is unskippable it is part of the main plot where you have to literally, you sit in a chair and a thing goes over your eyes and a bunch of flashing lights happen. You cannot turn that off. There's no accessibility um, accessibility feature that allows you to turn that off or stop that. Um, so you have to experience it. So for people that are susceptible to um, seizures via bright lights, specifically epileptics, um, you cannot stop this. So this deters them from from buying this game. And you know a lot of the the response kind of was like, oh, well, you know, if that's a thing that bothers you, then maybe you shouldn't play this game. But like, that's not, no, like, it's enough, like, it's one thing to be like, hey, I don't like dragons. You'd be like, okay, cool, don't buy this game. You're like, you're right, I won't. But it's another thing to be like, hey, I have seizures if you show flashing lights. Do you have an option to turn that off? As a lot of games do, uh, for them to be like, no, nah, dude, just don't buy my, you know, AAA most talked about game for the last five years, fuck off. You know, it's like, okay, like accessibility is really important. It's really key for gaming. And it's such a simple thing. Like the ability to turn off the lights in this game is not gonna change the plot. It's one thing to go back to my dragons thing, to go to Skyrim and be like, 
hey, I don't like dragons. Can you like turn off the dragons in the game? And they'd be like, no, dude, the entire fucking game is about killing dragons. Like you are a dragon born. That's the plot of the game. Like it changes the entire plot. But me sitting in a chair and you just not flashing lights at me, you, I could just sit on the chair, put the thing on my face, and then it just turns on would literally affect nothing. And that's another one of those like sort of missteps where people forget about accessibility, um, you know, accessibility features and stuff like that. And there's a few of them. There's there's more than just the flashing lights. I know there was an issue with um, with some colorblind settings where, where some things were just straight up invisible. Um, I know there were some issues with like reticles and stuff like that, uh, you know, more, more than I know. But there's been so much with this game. And what the trouble is, is a game like this that's been out this long in development for five years, a big studio, this is a huge misstep. So what do you guys think? Did you get Cyberpunk 2077? What has been your experience so far? Uh, let me know your game-breaking bugs. Uh, I'm, I'm totally for it. Uh, you can hit me up on Twitter at TheMichaelFight. You can also see me on Instagram at uh, MichaelFight. Um, and uh, of course, if you have more, you want more information, you want to know more, go to NightShiftRadio.com. Check out our other shows. There's a contact form there. You can always reach out. Uh, but I, I would love to hear, what did you think of tw- uh, Cyberpunk 2077? Uh, was it great for you did you have a lot of bugs and what did you think of the story and the twist with uh keanu reeves because keanu reeves he's still cool it was kind of the biggest reason why i bought the game um so definitely let me know and uh, hey while you're here don't forget to subscribe and if you're into it leave a rating and review i would super appreciate it thank you so much for joining me everyone and i will see you friday